Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Commodore 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and always remember, people, as the great wandering bard Oscar Wilde always said, I have the simplest tastes. I am always satisfied with the best reserve list cards. I do like me a good reserve list card. Squeamy McGee getting caught up on Metatrack with Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Well, he is currently paddleboarding in the underground sea, so he may be deceased. Ooh, topical. Ooh, very topical, very topical. And dark. Uh, yes, <coughs> yes, quite. Everybody glossed over Thank that you. part that he's deceased. We were all just like, oh, yeah, underground <laughs> sea. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's dead? Sure, why not? <laughs> I bet the guy wants those enough for me. Suck it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. So we're going to start off at the top of the cast of ladies and carnage that ensued with 40 live and a dash. So I'm going to talk about, I actually participated in Command Fest this last weekend. And I'll be honest, going into it, I had very low expectations. Uh, thought it was going to be terrible. It was actually pretty fun. Nice. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, the chat bot took a little bit to get used to and the channel fireball server. Uh, but once you kind of learned what the commands were, it was great. Very easy to find games. Very easy to pick your power level. I ended up playing a few games with uh, MTG Lord of Leaves. Excellent. Uh, but what I'm going to talk about. How many, before you get uh, into this, how many games did you actually play through this Thing. do you think uh five five okay, okay. Gotcha. Nice. yeah good so um i'm gonna talk about game one but not really because it's more game two that i want to focus on but i have to mention how i got to game two so game one uh i went ahead and said i was power level seven i kind of told brian yep. hey let's just say we're sevens all day because i feel like for the most part that's probably where our decks fit outside of a few outliers sure so i did that uh of course, there's a Vile Smasher Thrasios deck in my pod. Now, granted, they said they're an eight, so it's only one level up, and it's like, okay, I'll believe them. Sure. And they basically did a version of my Thrasios Vile Smasher deck. AKA the Thrasios Vile Smasher deck. <laughs> no, actually, the, the Vile Smasher Thrasios deck is Thassa's Oracle combo. Draw out your deck, play mm. that, you win. Uh, or Lab Man, Jace, you know, something to that effect. So we do everything we can to shut this dude down. Uh, he ends up getting a Nyx Bloom Ancient out there with the activated abilities reducer. Mm -hmm. So each land he was, every for every two lands he could do three Thrasios act activations, oh, which was Lord. disgusting. Yeah. Here is why Mr. Combo was a noob and I'm a boob. So, Tuck, what does Thrasios's activated ability actually say? Off memory, go. Alright, so it says... Uh, scribe one, then reveal yep. the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it into play, else put it into your hand. Wrong. It actually says draw the card. Oh, right. And that matters. I was wondering about that because, because if it's a land, do you reveal? You still reveal yes. it, right? But yes. it has the draw on it, right? It's not like a replacement yep. effect to put it in. Okay, gotcha. Yes. And I forgot that it was a draw and not just a replacement effect because what does Xerus do when it's not your first card you're drawing on your very <laughs> right. first turn? You get a snaky snake. So he ended up drawing, 
I don't know, 38 cards, 40 cards. I didn't create a single genie snake for it. Uh, and then it came to my turn, and I only had like the four or five snakes that I had. I ended up dying at his next turn. And as he was doing his next turn, I was like, wait a minute. I could have killed you. You would have been dead. <laughs> and granted, he, you know, he tried to be nice and be like, oh, well, we could just say I died. And it's like, no, I messed up the triggers. Sure. That is absolutely my fault. So we leave that game. He ends up infinite combo out. Uh, we, I go to game two. I paired with the dude again. And it's random, and, right? Completely random yes, when you go completely into completely yeah. random. <laughs> now, you can, you can request to play with people, but he did not request to play with me. Right. So uh, I was going to play my Nicobolus deck because I feel like that's another solid 7, mm -hmm. maybe 7.5. But I saw him, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go grab mine. <laughs> so I grabbed mine, uh, sat it down. We got paired with the other two guys, and they're like, whoa, Vile Smash or Thrasios. And I was like, yeah, I just got done playing with the dude, and I kind of wanted to play mine to see what they both do against each other. The other two players were both playing a Layla deck. So we had two Alaylas versus <laughs> oh. two Vile Smashers. Oh, ew. It's a don't slaughter. worry. Yeah. It, it was it was awesome. We were trying to we were all playing quote unquote competitive decks. Right. All like counterspelling. Well, I'm gonna counterspell your counterspell. It was a lot of fun. Um, I could see the enjoyment of having fun CEDH people at a table. But yeah. don't worry, your boy won. Uh, Grim Monolith. Uh, I went ahead and did my Thrasios ability with Vile Smasher out. It was a power artifact. Plopped it, it down, was. and I was like, all right, guys, of course it was. you don't have a counter spell, I win the game. And they're like, uh, anyone? Anyone? And the guy's like, I have a counter spell, but it's for creature spells. And I was like, that ain't gonna you work. You fool. <laughs> Should have had it in the game, and, there, evidently. <laughs> yeah, and I went, and I was like, all right, so I'm just gonna keep doing this till I get uh, all the cards out of my deck, and I'm gonna infinitely Nexus of Fate, and I win. And you know the crazy thing, though, just having the infinite colorless didn't win me the game, because I had to pay the two blue to be able to get... The power artifact right. out. Plus, I needed the two blue For to be Nexus able to fate, do the yeah. Nexus of Fate, and I was literally right on the money. Nice. If I, I would, if I would have been one blue short, I would have been screwed. <laughs> and of course, the other Vile Smasher player was like, "Can you play that out?" And I was like, "Sure." So I literally turned over my deck, went like this. <laughs> There's Nexus of Fate. So I got the win. Should have got game one win too, but you know, Same on, such is life. <laughs> That's that token or trigger reminder that you got there. You got to start oh, using yeah. that thing more. Where was I that? know, Spencer. But see, here's the thing. It's not that I needed the reminder that I got snakes. I needed to learn to read the card. So <laughs> I I needed, it's, not, it's not the fact that I forgot. It's just the fact that I'm not good at the game. So what I'm doing here illiterate. is just round teasing. two of our to reminder tokens are going to be literacy tokens and uh, general rules understanding. Glasses. It's gla it's it's the, the card says read the card entirely. If you have to wear, if you need to wear glasses, go put them on. That's how it goes. Are, are we gonna have marketing Ross do it to where it's like that SpongeBob meme where he's kind of like the Reddit dude, like, Ugh, oh yeah, oh, and yeah. It's like the big <laughs> little, and it's like read the card, fool. Yeah. Why don't you put on your glasses? We could totally make Big Tuck reading glasses to give away. That'd be Ooh. great. Oh, that's actually a good one. I am gonna write that down somewhere. Well, Squee McGee, any games you want to talk about? No. Um, so I didn't play any games this week. Uh, I am excited. I'm going to go play uh, play a little bit of in-person magic here on Saturday at uh, with Single Aaron nice. and Chris. Um, so that'll be fun. Nice. Um, I did, however, resurrect uh, Rafi's old Omnath, the angry one. 
Uh, and spent a little bit of time doing that last night and uh oh that's where that tiger went i bet yeah it sure is i needed somewhere to put that thing so uh this deck was like half built and then half gutted because it was all not what you would call street legal cards uh i believe um (laughs) so it is now street legal it is up and running uh so we're gonna give that a debut on saturday see how that does um i'm pretty excited about it it's a it's kind of a fun card i didn't realize it was the top commander but you know or at least top Gruul commander. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not the number one commander. Yeah, not but overall, yeah, Gruul for sure. I didn't realize it was the top Gruul commander, so... Yeah, it's super good. Uh, what, what they would call a degenerate. Mm-hmm. All right. Big Tuck, anything from your side? Uh, I, got a, I did get a couple games in with Chris and Aaron this weekend real quick. Um, so, if we remember back in the day of our my Boros commander... Uh, so I, since I opened all the stuff in Double Masters and all these nonsense artifacts... Now I've just turned it into like a Voltron with like, and it was incredible. Like there was never a point in the game where I was like, I'm not going to be able to win this. Like consistently over wow. and over again with Avacyn. So that was exciting. But more importantly, I finally, I have a big announcement to make. I'm very excited because I finally sorted my commons and uncommons wow. from Double Masters. And more importantly, uh, there's only one more box I'm going to buy this year. So hopefully <laughs> I will only have one more issue of this. Those and I did some, write pre-order Commander Legends. So. Those are some uh, famous last words here, I suspect. I don't care about standard box. sets anymore. It doesn't matter. So I mean, I, all I got is uh, I got my I've got my pre-order in for Commander Legends, and then that'll be the end of it for the. I'm still no. holding out that Wizards is going to sneak something else in here just randomly uh, in like the middle of November. That's like, a great oh, point. Yeah, sorry, we forgot to tell you about this set. And also, and also because of some thrifty trades, and because I'm horrible at organizing my cards, I'm only $170 away from my Hazazon Tamar deck. So yes. because. Because there's so few, there's only one more big box product I'm going to be able to get. I will have the magic budget to actually build that out. So what all do you need for God. that? Data? I already pulled everything. I mean, I need forty more cards, but they're all good. Oh, so well, okay, yeah, we'll they're all good. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? A great debut for Hazes on tomorrow would be our annual drinkathon. In November, Ooh, it, it would indeed. It would, and you should debut it when you are in the tank. <laughs> I so I think the way I'm going to build it. I think I've talked about this, and this will be take one minute. So I'm going to try to build it creatureless, no creatures except for Hazazon. And it's wow. just going to be monster ramp and um, a lot of different like attacker things. So I'm hoping to build it where if I cast him, I pretty much just win unless someone kills me because the next turn I'll have so many sand warrior creatures out and so many buffs on the floor to be able to have them go in just to go in and swing out there. So we'll see. I don't know. Make sure, make sure you have like a nice yes. little stacks package though. Right. Oh, yeah. Hex proof. Yes. And yeah. I got, I got all that. I got the, I got the, um, ghostly prisons of the world, all that sort of stuff to keep me alive. Piles of board wipes. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, I think it'll be fun. So, and again, it's like, uh, I, it sounds like it might be fun from your perspective. Yeah. Everyone else is going to yeah. be like, ghostly nah, prisons, nah, piles of board wipes. That sounds uh, like a yeah. really terrible couple of hours. I, sh- I should put in the, uh, what is it, like, rule of law, uh, yeah. those things. That's actually not a bad idea. Anyways, it's exciting, but I got, to, I got to trade a bunch of stuff that I opened to get me, like, it was at $260 or something like that of, buy, of what it was going to cost, especially with this insane card inflation right now. So now that's down to 170 much more manageable. Well, you should put a Draineth Magistrate in there and be a true D-Gen. 
I believe that's a creature, well, so no delays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I interrupt this broadcast to bring you the winner of the August giveaway. We have John the Mace Mosner. You have won the three land set, including City of Brass, Fabled Passage, and Hall of the Bandit Lord. Please reach out to Mr. Combo Number 5 or CMD Tower on Twitter to claim your prize. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life in a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? Well, it's that time of year again, or should I say quarter? Spoilers! Commander Spellbook Green! Get ready to spend all of your money! And we're talking about Get the set. Get ready that, for food stamps! We're talking about a set that's fully been spoiled! <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so we're back to spoiler season. It happens, seems like, every couple months. Yeah. Oh, more, and, more, than, uh, more often than that. That's fair. It happens more often. I change my diaper. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so we're actually talking about a very exciting product, which is Commander Spellbook Green. Uh, this is a set that was teased last year. Oh, right. Um, yeah. When Gavin sat down with uh, our your boy, Jimmy Wong. Oh, the guy who, I'm coming for you, Jimmy. And uh, we had to wait a year. Uh, well, it'll be a little over a year when it finally comes out. But man, the leaks came out, or I guess the previews. It's absolutely bonkers. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what yeah. we thought we would do here is discuss the reprints and their overall desire. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and tinfoil hat some money mm-hmm. and oh, kind of wrap this up with should you actually buy it? And then I mean, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Can we can we also add in a little bit of what we think this means for these sort of sets as well? You know what? I think that's a great way to close it out. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. So why don't we do this? Uh, Big Tuck, why don't you go ahead and read off to the class what different editions of Commander Spellbook you can get and how many cards are in the set? Uh, I believe that there's <laughs> two different editions you can get. and uh, That would be correct. And they both have nine cards plus a random foil. Nine times. Nine, nine, nine times. times. Uh, and it's actually eight cards. It is. Uh, I was not prepared for this. I thought you were going to ask me to start reading off card names. <laughs> going to have so. to get him one of those uh, literacy uh, checks. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Squeeby Gee, why don't you go ahead and read off just the card name for each of the cards that's in the set? All right. So uh, first and foremost, we got Worldly Tutor, which I just purchased. So I'm a little upset about that, but we'll uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, then we dive right into Heater Number Two, Seedborn Muse. Then, heater number three, Omnath, Locust, and Mana. Then, heater number four, if you haven't gathered anything, they're all heaters, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Land of Wars, Fury. Then we move straight <coughs> into Bane of Progress. Uh, probably the most underwhelming two here, Command Tower, Soul Ring. Uh, and then the last one is an absolute banger, Sylvan Library. Yes. Yeah, and, and so if you guys are unfamiliar with a few of them, I wouldn't be shocked because they're normally out of people's budgets. Mm, yes, all <laughs> uh, the, 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 the The two that are usually out of people's budgets are Sylvan Library and Worldly Tutor. Mm-hmm. Worldly Tutor is an instant. Search your library for a creature card, then reveal that card. Shuffle your library, put it on top. Sylvan Library is the best bl- green card draw card in the game. Oh, it's an enchantment. Beginning of your draw step, draw an additional two. And if you do choose two cards in your hand drawn this turn, for each of those cards, pay four life or put the card back on top of your library. So, so good. Yeah. Um, and I do my have, overall. And, oh, I was going to say, just while we're on it, I, there is one more that I think definitely deserves because it's like $10 and people don't really see it too often, which is Bane of Progress. 
Which is that's ten bucks. Uh huh. Yeah, it's, it's been, only it's been, been wow. going up. It's, it's only been printed in Commander products. So Bane of Progress is a creature elemental that's four colorless green green. That's a two two. When it enters the battlefield, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. Put a one one counter on Bane of Progress for each permanent destroyed this way. Again, sitting around ten dollars. Yeah, nothing feels worse than when you just built up your sweet enchantment board state and we constantly, our Parallel Universe podcast or a <laughs> show talks about how enchantments are so hard to get rid of and someone's like, hee hee, bad yeah. progress. Oh, yeah. I'll take, I will take all of them and have a beater afterwards. Actually, for that note, Omnath Locus of Mana is sitting at $18 damaged on TCG Player right now. Insane. What? Yes. I think it's, it's only not been printed, that good. I think it's only it's been like, printed yeah, twice. Yeah, it's going for like 25 yeah. for a decent copy. Oh my god. And now, I will, so I will say this. Overall impressions, I actually think they made this too good. <laughs> and the reason I yes. say that is because Wizards does not know, not yes, they don't enforce or have an MSRP. Yes. So yeah, the LGSs true. just mark this however high they want. And literally, Sylvan Library is a $40 to $50 card. Yep. Worldly Tutor is $40 to $50. Bucks. Omnath is $20. Bane is $10. Soul Rings, $3 to $5. Seedborn Muse is like $8 to $10. Yep. There's $100 to $120. $20 in cards here and this isn't a product where you're getting something at random like oh you could get these mm -hmm. you yeah, know just oh getting. you may you may get yeah it's like it's not like oh you're gonna get one of these eight and then seven forests <laughs> you know yeah, right. that would be a different story the fact that you're guaranteed getting all of this i don't We'll get to the money in a bit, but I think they went way too overboard with the stuff. Like, I definitely think they could have put in a Cultivate instead of Omnath that still fits mm -hmm. Commander Green. Um, I, I, the, the couple cards that really upset me that they put in here are Soul Ring and Command Tower, because we constantly talk yeah. about how green, if you're running mono green, you don't run those cards. Yeah, right? I mean, I'll There's probably no run a Soul to. Ring, but like a Command Tower, you no, Ugh, no need. I don't even do that. I'd, I'd rather run a Mana Door I, than a Soul I, Ring. I do like the art on them though which is pretty nuts right like sure the art good but it is i think and again it's to your point about those two cards specifically we just got commander product that had both of them there's going to be two more commanders that are coming out with uh zendikar and whatever that weird yeah. battle thing they have guaranteed to have a soaring and command tower in there as well right it's just, it's and i'm pretty sure they're going to have commander products with commander legends yeah oh, yeah oh, yeah and like yep, i guarantee sure. there'll be commander tower and soul ring in that as well potentially right yeah so it's just it's just weird that those two I think to, to the best of both worlds would have been to put in like maybe a uh, rampant growth, nature's lore, something like that. That's like more distinctly sure. green than one of these two. Very common. There's a million printings of them, and soaring yep. still. I mean, soaring's always always gonna be like five bucks. Command editor towers gonna always be a buck or two. You know, and it's like this product isn't gonna help those prices in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no, for sure. And the only person I've heard that's excited about the Soul Ring is our boy MTG Lord of Leaves, purely because he can now get a foil one that is green centric for his restep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I had thought about that as well, but I mean, now that we're on foils, like there's, I just talking about price, I just don't know if there's going to be an opportunity for me to want to pay however the hell much a shop is going to charge for the foil editions of these. 
Yeah, and, and, yeah, we'll get to the price thing next, but so that, that's just my impressions. I think they printed too good of cards, which we never say. Um, and I mean, I guess the last set where we kind of felt like, God, they, they really swung for the fences would be like Double Masters and Ultimate Masters, mm -hmm. which look at the premium prices on those products. Yeah, it was very, very high, yeah. and it, it kind of put it to where only... Um, what, what did Watsy call them? The VIPs mm -hmm. could afford them. The very <laughs> important people with very important wallets could, could afford the product. But I like the cards just on their face. It's refreshing art. The Omnath mm -hmm. art is sick. Oh, yeah. How he's just like echoing out like this green. Um, it almost kind of reminds me of. It's like Aetherstorm oh, almost. Mm -hmm. No, I, I was trying to think of like a movie where it's like the evil villain like shoots his like beam up to the sky and it like echoes through the clouds or whatever. Ah, I feel like that's like a Lord of the Rings or something like that. Of course, I'm, I'm going to get hit up by all the nerds. But <laughs> I, I think that's super tight. I do think it's interesting because I have a terrible short term memory, but great long term. The worldly tutor art when this when this was actually one of the artworks that was uh, leaked last year mm -hmm. with Gavin. Yeah. A lot of people thought that was going to be Yisa on the Wandering Bard yeah. or Court of Calling. Yeah, yes. they really threw in a, a curveball in that Literally one. Literally because it is the Yisa on the Wandering Bard. Well. We, had, we had seen yeah. <laughs> Seedborn Music. I think they had released the artwork at a similar time last yeah. year for that one. That one was pretty clear. But yeah, they threw a, a nice little curveball on that one for the Worldly Tutor. I don't know if I love the artwork on the Worldly Tutor. I really, really like the old school artwork that was on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, the artwork on these is really cool. I'm excited to see what the, the foils will come out to look like. Um, the Soul Rings, yeah, the artwork's kind of cool on the Soul Ring, but I don't know. Like it's to me, it's not anything more fancy than other soul rings have been in the past. I think, and the last thing I'll say, well, I mean, now that I'm looking at it again, um, Seedborn Muse is also something that recently got printed in a Commander product and Battle Bond almost yep. in the same year. So it was interesting to see that because that card went from like twenty to five, um, but it may mm -hmm. be climbing up again too. So I will. I would think I do like about that though, and the thing that I think they really hit the nail on the head, minus the two cards we already mentioned all these are very distinct cards in green they're played old they're like these are like some of the tent poles of green cards in terms of like what makes this color unique tent i mean outside of command tower yes ex yes exactly outside of the two that we mentioned so um, so I, I do i do have a piece of tin foil hat vorthos nerd trivia so the artwork for Sylvan Library is Reki, History of Kamigawa, which if you know his legend card, whenever you uh, cast a legendary spell, I believe, mm -hmm. you get to draw a card. So does that mean that Reki is the Sylvan Library? Oh, I like it. It might, it might be. I like that. I, that, is, that is the right level of tinfoil hat that I would expect out of you. So, <laughs> yeah. I, that is, yeah, and like that's cool too. And they're pulling from the different parts of... The, do I remember? Wasn't there an Azusa drop, or was that just saying that she was going to get reprinted? Azusa was in M forty one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I Azusa thought, I thought there was Azusa artwork related to this, but you might be. I think you're right. I think it was just the Yasan. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to keep my tinfoil hat on, and we're going to segue over to how much money, money, money is it going to cost, cost, cost to buy, buy, buy? <laughs> um, so I've, I think I've said this in our Discord. I know I've said it in our. Uh, Casey group chat uh, on Facebook. Um, I think the non-foil will not go for less than eighty dollars. 
Um, the Sylvan Library is forty to fifty. Like I said, yep. Worldly Tutors forty to fifty. Yep. Right there, you're at like a hundred dollars. Now, granted, we are talking with the crazy price inflation that we're living in. Right. But I don't think an LGS is going to care. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, those two cards alone are a hundred bucks. So let's do like a fifteen percent discount right. from what the old copies are, and that's what we're going to sell this right. new one for. Um, and so I think it's going to minimum go for eighty dollars for the non foil and the foil. I'm really scared to say. I think it's going to go for close to $200. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, the reason that I think that as well is I was reading a little bit about this. And uh, if I remember right from what I was reading, there has never been a foil print of Worldly Tutor. And there has never been yep. a foil print of... Which one was it? Was it Seaborn? Sylvan, Sylvan Library has or, never been printed sorry, Sylvan, yeah. No, no, Sylvan Library has. Oh. Iconic Masters. Was it in Iconic Masters? Oh, it's in one of the Masters sets. But yeah, having those cards, especially the Worldly Tutor that hasn't had a foil printing in it, I think people are going to be chomping at the bit to get those. Um, so yeah, I could see them jacking the prices up on that. Not to mention, I don't even want to know if a regular Worldly Tutor is going for 40 to 50 and there is mm. only one printed version of foil, <sighs> what that's going to look like. It's going to be like a $100 card, $150 card. So so there is a foil of Omnath Locus of Mana, the OG copy. Yep, Granted, okay. it goes for... There's a From the Vault copy for 26 uh-huh. but you can get the originals 38 Okay. Um, Bane, Sylvan, Bane of Progress has never had a foil. That's oh, probably that, that's the, the other one. one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yep. Um, Le- Freilis, I don't think Freilis has had... Yeah, Freilis is a foil. No, Freilis came foil. That, in, the, in the anthology one, right? Yeah. She was the commander in the in the actual commander deck. But aha, that was back in the day before they printed foil commanders. Just like my original Duretti is not a foil either. But Freilis was <gasps> oh, but Fre- shit, I think you're right. I think Freilis was um, printed as a foil in the commander anthology that came out that she was in. Oh, anthologies where you had to buy like four or five pre-cons and like a deal four. Mm-hmm. And it was like two or 300 bucks and it came with like, it's four different spin downs. Yep. Uh, it's the one that uh, doesn't show up anymore. Ryan had bought. Yes, right. And it's got like a track. Uh, uh, a couple others in there too, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. There's two, there's two, there was two of them that they printed. Um, so, Sylvan Libraries had two foil printings, Commander's Arsenal and mm. uh, Eternal Masters. But both of them go for $72 foil, yes. no, non-foil 57 to 68 So, yeah, it's just... I think the foil, I think the non-foil, eighty bucks is going to be the lowest you could possibly find it for. But I think the foil is going to be over two hundred dollars, yeah. and that sucks for eight cards. It, it does. That really blows. I mean, I would, I would even up your eighty a little bit. Yeah, I think you, you did say lowest. So like, I would probably estimate what I'm looking at here is about a hundred bucks non-foil and about two hundred foil. I could see it just double fold on that front. Because I think the other foils outside of the Worldly Tutor and the Bane of Progress aren't going to be as sought after, but at the same rate, those two, I think, will be pretty heavily sought after because they're both really good yeah. and a lot of people run them. So, right. yeah, I, th- I'm, I would I would put out $100 and $200 for the sets, respectively. If I were a card yeah. shop, I'd sell it for 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Which you know what? That sucks because I guarantee you, Wizards is not selling the LGSs these products for eighty dollars. Oh no, definitely not. Uh, They're they're probably selling it to them for standard spellbook pricing. Yeah, probably fifteen. Maybe a little. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. And then they're going to make 400% markup. Like that's absolutely. And I work in an industry where I deal with margins all day long. And you know what? Healthy, healthy margins are 40, 50%, mm-hmm. not 400, 500%. Right. I would agree so. with you there. So since it's going to LGS, you won't be able to pick it up on like resellers as easily like eBay, Amazon's of the world, right? No, you definitely will because okay. there's LGSs that sell on those platforms. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. But one of the things that I cannot confirm nor deny, I just heard from someone uh, in, in the dark underworld of Magic the Gathering Ooh. that apparently the foil ones will only be available at Wizards Premier Retailers. I read it's that, like yeah. The, the, oh, that yeah. wow. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, the, sorry. They call it the Wizards Premier Network, WPN. I forgot so. about that altogether. So that means the foil ones are going to be more rare. So then they're going to be 250 they're going to be, uh, I'm probably going to want to buy one, but I don't know if I <laughs> gonna, will. Yeah, I was going to say, they're going to be, uh, gotta be uh, out of the price range for Big Talk for sure. Uh, well, let, let's segue to uh, the next section, and I'm going to add a caveat to it. Should you buy these products, or when they get released, should you buy the older copies when they drop in price? Hmm... I think if this set comes out at under $100 or at $100, you might as well just buy this. Because I don't think that with this printing, it's going to drop these cards that much. Sorry, I'll I'll add a thing so that way you guys can fully kind of get where my mind was going. A lot of times these products come out, you don't want every single card. Mm-hmm. I think even if you if you want every single card from this, even if the non-foil is 150, it's probably still cheaper to buy the $150 than buy all the old copies mm-hmm. a la carte. So I guess my question is, is do you buy this or do you buy the original copies when like, say if Big Tuck said, okay, if this thing is 80 bucks and all I wanted was Sullivan Library and Seedborn Muse or sure. a Sylvan Library and Omnath. It's like, well, ten more dollars, and I get a Worldly Tutor, a Seedborn, a Soul Ring, a Fraley's, a Bane of. That's good value. Right. I have use for those cards. I might as well just get the set. That's where I think these kind of special spell books come into play. Mm-hmm. Like the Gideon one, I didn't want anything in there outside of Rest in Peace and Path to Exile. But those two cards alone were worth the twenty five dollars yeah. that I spent. Right. So and we'll get into- knowing that that's kind of. Knowing where that's, I'm kind of contextualizing the question. Do you guys think that people should buy this? Or if you just want one or two cards from the set, just go buy the one or two cards. If you just want one or two, for sure, go and buy the one or two. Um, I I can't see a, a way that buying one of these is going to add up to the 80 or or $100 that this would probably be. Um, if you're like me, where, you know, my boner pants, I put them on as soon as I started reviewing the uh, cards that they were bringing out. I want every single one of these. I absolutely would buy this spell book hands down without buying the individual ones. But yeah, say you're only looking for either, even one of the big ticket ones. So say you're only looking for a worldly tutor or you're only looking for a Sylvan library. Yeah. These will probably drop five or 10 bucks when the set comes out for the older ones. So go ahead and pick those up while you're at it. But yeah, if you want, I say put the bar at three cards. If you want three cards out of this, you probably just might as well buy the set. But if you want less than three cards, go ahead and just pick them up. I just buy it. I mean, like, honestly, if you, <laughs> if you like playing green, it's and we'll get into like comparing these to the other versions of this that go back to even like the from the vault series, right? Which is a little bit of a harder comparison. Um, yeah. If you play green, you will find a home for all of these cards. And and on top of that, again, to the command tower and soul ring, whatever. But OK, they're alternate art. This is the only time you're ever going to be able to get them. So just put those into the deck that you value the most that need those kind right. of alternate arts 
Um, all of them, like the weakest, even the two weakest ones, which is like Omnas, Locus Mana, and to some extent Freilis, even those see so much play and have so much value in so many green different kinds of builds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really if, if you play green and you're you don't already own six copies of each of these cards, then I think it's an it's an absolute slam pickup. Especially if like you're predicting, Mister Combo, if it co- does come in at like seventy five, eighty bucks, it's immediate, immediate grab in my opinion. Yeah, I basically I think where I sit for the non foil, if it does go north of a hundred. I think you have to justify, okay, I, I wanted to get these cards and I was waiting for the set to come out or I was waiting for a reprint cycle to happen. If it's like, well, I was going to get a Sylvan Library, Worldly Tutor, Omnath, some combination, two of those three cards, I would say just go ahead and buy mm-hmm. it, even if it goes over 100. If, if it's 80, I just say pick it up no matter what, yeah, right. because you're going to find homes for all this stuff. But if it does go north of 100, you just have to say, would I be willing... Okay, I'm not. If I don't buy this, am I actually going to go buy a Sylvan Library and an Omnath? Well, if I do, that's like ninety dollars. Well, I might as well spend ten more bucks and just get all the other yep. stuff. Agreed. Um, if, if if to squeeze point, if it's like, well, I was just going to get a Sylvan Library. Well, you could probably get one then for fifty-five to sixty. Is it really worth forty more dollars to get these other cards? Technically, yes, but if you're if you don't have immediate slots for them or don't have the budget, just get your old copy of Sylvan Library and be happy. Yeah. When it comes to the foil copy or the foil one, uh, I'm gonna say only if you're balling not on a budget. Yeah, right. There ditto, is ditto. Di- di- <laughs> because for two hundred plus dollars, that is putting you almost to a box of double masters. Yeah, you are two yeah. thirds of the way there, and you're gonna get way more value for well, that than this. That's two boxes. Pick up, pick up something that you're never gonna see again. Like that's two, that's yeah, two boxes. That that's that's two boxes of mystery booster, right, or close to it, maybe a little under, or that's probably a little less, right? So I, I uh, mystery boosters are going for like one sixty five. Are they now. really? I should have just gotten like four. Yeah. What a fool. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, to your point, that's like two boxes of Commander Legends because yeah. you can go get those now for like a buck ten, buck twenty mm-hmm. pre ordered. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean I am the fool that <laughs> will probably pick up a foil one just because. I would like to take that Sylvan Library and put the foil one into a really cool and, and deck. Shove it up your ass. Uh, <laughs> I foresee yeah, here in a month uh, or two a couple Roman Cokes and one click of a mouse and it will be on its and way. That, and that one foil, oh, that yeah. one foil spellbook turns into two. <laughs> oh, don't worry, that already happened uh, at Command Fest. I bought, I pre-ordered those uh, two Commander uh, Legends collector booster boxes. Oh boy. <laughs> whoopsie uh so anyways big tuck i think this is a you brought this up midstream uh this is a great point so let's let's hit to wrap up this what's the plane chase how does this set compare to previous spell books or these i guess you would call it limited card sets yes um so i think what they finally realize is they realize what the point of these is, right? So when they were coming out, like the From the Vaults, they were, it started kind of like with From the Vaults, right? And which is like, 
transform of all things, which I predicted when I was drunk and making a joke and still can't <laughs> believe that's real. Um, Relics, you know, Commander Arsenal, all that stuff. Um, and even to the Spellbook series, which they've only done three of, and those obviously are going away. I think what they, they, tr- they were trying to do meaningful reprints with either different art or different borders or something that Commander players, who are the only people who buy these sort of cards, really, are interested yeah. in, right? So mm-hmm. I think they kind of learned their lesson from that. And to, to your point earlier about too much value, I actually kind of disagree where it's like, if this is a premium product that you can only get, and these are, and it'd be one thing if it was just, you know, like, here's your Land of War Elves and, you know, another yet another Birds of Paradise and that sort of stuff. Right. I'd be a little more suspect to it, but the fact that they're looking into cards that desperately need reprints don't really fit into any other way to reprint them outside of like commander products, which are never going to put a Sylvan library in a commander product. So that's <laughs> no. Why not? insanity. Which, but like, <laughs> but I guess my point is they just did, right? They're just making you yeah. pay a premium for yeah. it. So I think if you compare this to even like Chandra Spellbook, which just didn't come out that long, you can go pick up for $19. The value of it is like $17 now. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So even buying it from a store isn't that great of a value. Whereas this thing it's packed with so many good reprints and, and not only reprints that are valuable but reprints that are really really strong in the game of command so I, I think i think i think they're i think they're turning the they've like realigned to the right train tracks for this sort of product yeah i would agree the with you is, there because they like the old ones i didn't even pay attention to them because i didn't really yeah. see any point to pay attention to them if i wasn't running a specific one or two kind of like mr combo said i bought that for like path to exile and one other card but the rest of it who cares they almost are not allowing you to ignore this mm-hmm. like if you see this and it comes out at a decent price point or even a mediocre price point it's impossible to ignore because every single one of these cards is a banger uh being a green player like yeah I would run, I have a spot for every single one of these right now if I ordered it and I only got five decks and like three of them have green in it. So like (laughs) I have a place for all of these cards immediately. So yeah, I think, I think that they have aligned to where they are forcing players to pay attention to these spell books now. Yeah, but see, here's the, here's the point, though, that everyone is missing. With all the other premium limited card products, those lived in a world of MSRP. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think, like, the From the Vaults is a good example. I think those Big Tuck, and this was before I, because I didn't, I didn't even know those products existed because my LGS didn't carry them in Memphis. But I think those went for, like, $69.99, but, $49.99. But, like, I, and that's, I think, I don't, I, I don't remember, but I remember some of them were, like, 40 Guaranteed, right? Yeah. And so, and, and like, okay, they, so they, they would, they, they, there were, if you look back on when they were printed, some of them were a hundred and had $250 worth of value in them. Some of them were 40, sure. you know, that sort of. Okay, so 40 to 100 yeah, bucks. Right. Let's, let's give it that yeah. range. But the thing is, Wizard said MSRP is $99.99. And I think that might have even been the From the Vault Angels one because it had the Avacyn Angel yeah. Pope foil. I think one of the first times she had been foiled. Um, and it had Iona as well. Yeah. I mean, it had the bangers the in there. And and so that that type of stuff doesn't upset me because it's like, oh, Wizards has acknowledged that these are premium products. Mm-hmm. They are going to sell them at a premium price, and my LGS is going to get that premium price. But now that we don't live in the world of MSRP because Wizards doesn't want to be the bad guy, we're now sitting here hype, you know, trying to tinfoil hat well, God, is this thing going to be 200 bucks? When's the last time you've seen any type of magic product or, sorry, cards, 
pieces of cardboard product <laughs> where you get eight pieces of cardboard and your low guess is $200 yeah. for those eight pieces of cardboard. Coming from the manufacturer, this isn't even like, oh, someone found it in their grandma's attic and it's eight of the power nine. Right, right, this right. is brand new from the factory. That is my problem yeah, that's with a something point. like this. It is no. a uh, it's a concerning trend if it continues <laughs> for sure because then they're gonna uh, do no MSRP on anything if this goes like they want it to. They already are right. Well, Except they already they already do. Yeah, all right. yeah well, they, they don't have MSRP. Yeah. Well, then never mind. I'm concerned. The only thing they have MSRP on in theory is secret layers, and that's because they're the only ones that sell. Right. It. Right. Right. So. Hmm. Ugh, I'm depressed now. Now that's gonna that's gonna wrap up. What's the bombshell? Now on that last segment, Squeeb dives into those creative juices with the weather lab. Ooh, welcome back to the weather lab report. Coming to you live from Weather Lab Chopper Four. I'm Squee McGee. So uh, I had reached out into the Discord. Because, as you've heard, I recently got a Taiga and needed to put a home to it, so I decided to do a weatherlight report about that deck, and then, as you heard earlier in this, uh, I went and built Angry Omnom, so whatever. Uh, it's going in there. Um, maybe we'll, we'll just buy a proxy or something and put it in this, but... Uh, so I'm going Gruel. It is Tangarth First Mate. Two colorless, a red oh, and a green. Legendary Ooh. creature, Minotaur Warrior. It's a rare. Uh, Tangarth First Mate can't be blocked by more than one creature. And then, here comes the big block of text. Uh, Big Tuck, do you have your glasses? Do you want to no, try? No, but I am certainly going to get them. Remembering from recording earlier this week, I am going to certainly get them after this section. <laughs> okay, so uh, whenever an opponent attacks with one or more creatures, if Tangarth is tapped, you may have that opponent gain control of Tangarth until end of combat. If you do, choose a player or Planeswalker that opponent is attacking. Tangarth is attacking that player or Planeswalker. And then it is a 5-5. Five, five. So this card is a... Pretty large creature for four to start, which is good. Uh, and then it allows you to swing in and attack with him. And then it also allows you to swing in and attack with him as long as you can... Uh, I'm not talking about any of these cards coming up here, but uh, Mr. Goad, this is going to have a pretty heavy Goad flavor on it. Because um, really what you want people to do is attack the other players and then throw Tangarth in there with them and just swing in for more damage and speed the game up. I hadn't, I can't remember who in the Discord brought this up to me, and I apologize in advance for not remembering. I'll figure it out sometime soon. But in the meantime, uh, you can this is suck an Interesting, interesting kind of commander... And the thing I really liked about that big block of text is you do not have to have him attack if somebody else does. You can choose or not to, depending on the scenario that you're in. Um, so I, I never really ran this. I actually have one sitting in my binder. I put it into Angry Omnath because I think that'll be fun. Uh, sure. We'll just see what happens with that. But I think this could be a really interesting commander in its own right. It's so the only only issue I have with him is he's basically a card we've talked a lot about on that alternate uh, cast, Bruise and Builds. Uh, he's like a lot like a salt. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. giving him giving him to everything. The only thing I don't like is he doesn't have that clause to where your opponents can't sacrifice him. Yeah, like on a salt suit, it says specifically you cannot sacrifice, and with Tarngarth, Tarngarth, uh, it, it doesn't have that. So I wish they would have added that because honestly, I remember when he got previewed and I was like, okay, I, I guess they could just <laughs> Ashenod's alter it, but I guess with the fact that you get to choose whether or not you get yeah. it, you just choose not to right, get it. Yeah, with, with, sack somebody, with a sack outlet and or um, and I don't know the rulings on this, so if it has an equipment attached to it, say it had uh, you know, lightning greaves, so it has shroud, and you send it to 
Yeah, yeah it'll the other person. That goes with it, and then it would still have Stroud, so they couldn't technically or, sack. Or, like, or as equipments, that sort of thing, too, yeah. Or, well, I guess they could. Yeah. yeah, all right. So we could do something around that. But, yeah, you are correct. That is part of it where you're going to have to play a little bit of a tightrope game. Um, so the first card I wanted to talk about is not all that exciting, but it works really, really well in this. Uh, it is Frenzied Rage. So one color, listen to red. It's an enchantment aura. It's an uncommon. Uh, enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus one, and has menace. Unblockable. <laughs> doesn't he already have is it does he already just have menace pretty much like can't be blocked no, he by can't mo- be oh. blocked by more than one so then oh, this makes it so he can't be blocked block by period one, so then he uh-huh. yeah very good it, tuck it's basically the reverse of what we do with vin diesel right right right, right, make, right. you attach something to vin diesel to where he can't be blocked by more than one ah, but there it is minutes. that's what, okay yeah. i gotcha yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So this guarantees no matter where you're throwing this thing out on the board, whoever you're sending it to, it's going to get through and it's going to do at a minimum seven damage with this attached on there. And the thing, the thing that is cool about that and these sort of things is, I think like a five five for five, five five for five uh, bar up bar. What is it? Rhubarb five five bar, for four, my man. Uh, it's, uh, still. It's like it's still like on curvish, um, but it's not like anything exciting. However, it is sweet that as soon as you get him to that seven, then it's like a three turn clock, potentially a one turn clock if you attack right. Right, you like attack the one person for seven and then send him around. That guy's knocked out. So there's definitely some interesting potential there. Yeah, only thing I don't like about this card is obviously it's an aura, so you know if it goes away, mm-hmm. it goes away, and you're gonna have to come up with some version of recursion to get that back. But um, yeah, this card. Dirt cheap, very effective in this deck, probably not very effective in many other decks out there, but since he has that clause to start off where it has to be blocked by only one creature, I love it. Um, okay, yeah. so next one we're going to go on is kind of along a similar lines of this, but it's going to be an instant, so it's Tamir Battle Rage. Uh, one oh, colorless yes. red Instant, I also have ran this in my Akiri deck. I really like this card. Um, target creature gains double strike until end of turn, uh, and then it has Ferocious. That creature also gains trample until end of turn if you control a creature with power four or greater. Slam dunk on the Ferocious part of that. The double strike on this, I really, really like because it's an instant. You can just oh, yeah. throw that in after blockers are declared. Swing around if they're just like, oh, five damage, not a big deal. All of a sudden, it's ten. Ten, second. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I really like about this, too, that I think is kind of understated on this card is the Ferocious Trample effect. Mm-hmm. Because Trample is such a big thing in Magic that I I don't think it gets enough attention just because it's kind of hard to get Trample onto creatures a lot of the time. Um, at least, I don't know, go wide strategy. But yeah. Trample on this, when you have a big creature, that guarantees that most of the time you're getting damage through. Especially since it can only be blocked by one creature. So something you have to be careful of, though, is because you are giving Tarngarth his control to another player. Mm-hmm. And so if you cast Teamer Battle Rage and you don't have another creature on your board with power four or greater, you will not get the trample. Mm, that is oh, interesting. Because interesting. You, you, yeah. you, do not, you do not control Tarngarth. Well, I guess so. you could do this before you give it to them because it's still end of turn. But you can only give Tongarth to someone when they attack with one or more creatures. Mm-hmm. So you would have to do this before declare attackers, and then they could just be like, oh, yeah. I see what you're about to do. Oh, I'm not attacking anything. Hence all the goad cards I was mentioning earlier. Well, we haven't seen the goad card now, have we? <laughs> I told you we're not talking about any of the goad cards. We'll leave that to the goad. He's got his own thing going on there. I don't need to squash that. <laughs> his own thing goading on there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby. Um, All right. So the third card I wanted to talk about, 
Honestly, it's hilarious. I didn't really realize this came out in M21. It doesn't have a whole lot to do with this deck, but I liked it so much that I wanted to talk about it anyways. Uh, it's Brash Taunter. Uh, four colorless oh, and yeah. a red. Creature Goblin. It's a rare from M21. What is this going for? A couple bucks, I think. Oh, toss. Um, so Dollar. it is a 1-1. One, one. It's a goblin. Indestructible. When Brash Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent. And then for two colorless and a red tap, Brash Taunter fights another target creature. This card is so awesome. Yeah, it's this is so awesome and so abusable. Like this card to me should go almost in every red deck, just on a burn standpoint. And let's not let's not like, get ahead of ourselves. Hey, hey, I, I like to get ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, this card's really really good. I I love the fact that it's indestructible and it's a one one, so people don't really pay attention to it, right. especially if they don't read all the text on that card. They're gonna be like, oh, no big deal, one one taps, blah blah blah, sure sure sure. And then you're like, what's that a ten ten? Yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and take ten there. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, this. God, this I don't weird. know. I don't know what bad. I don't know what bad magic players you're playing against. I see this. I see Stuffy Doll that flashes me back to the goon <laughs> casting <laughs> Stuffy Doll on me, and I freaked out. <laughs> and, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna is, and this is even better than Stuffy Doll because Stuffy Doll wanted an ETB. You, you choose, have to choose an opponent, and you are stuck. This you just get to keep picking a new opponent. Yeah, so broken. Uh, and if you can figure out a way to untap it, you could just. Oh yeah. Uh, I also like the flavor text. You hit like a kobold. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's succinct. <laughs> it's succinct. It's to the point. Love it. All right. Uh, so we got one more here. I think I talked about it in the uh, Ikoria spoilers. Uh, it's Colossification. Yes. Five yes, colors, two green, oh. biggest cat you've ever seen. Uh, enchantment aura, it's a rare enchant creature. When classification enters the battlefield, tap enchant a creature, which plays nicely with the commander. And then enchant a creature gets plus 20, plus 20. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's pretty sweet. That's so good. <laughs> well, so how great first turn this come down, he's tapped, and then you ideally would goad somebody else on the board. <laughs> They'd have to swing at somebody else, and then you got a 25, 25 uh, cat I'm, uh, I'm so disappointed in you that, you that you didn't build this deck because that would have given you the excuse to do an alternate of Colossification of Big Kitty. Oh, uh, okay. Well, oh wait, his know, Big Kitty or my that. Big Kitty? The real Big Kitty. Mr. His Big no, Kitty. No, Mr. Bubbles. No, oh, no, Callie no. is... Callie's big Callie kitty. even kind Callie's of looks fat. like that Mr. Bubbles is a, is a unit. <laughs> He's a, he's a monster. I like how you're going to go and you're going to say that Callie's fat and then Mr. Bubbles, who is arguably fatter than Callie... How? Dare Kelly's you? Just bigger. She's taller. She's oh, longer. You know what she's I'm bigger. You know what I'm sensing? Catfight. Oh, oh, dude, Stout's yeah. got that blood in him. He also has nails, and I've cut myself like six times on him in the last two days. So, um, <laughs> and actually, I, I think you might have touched on this. Um, the classification is actually even better because it does tap him, right? And then he can right. immediately start going. Yeah, he made that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like this card's a banger in this deck. Obviously, it's extremely expensive to play, but who really sure. gives a crap? You got green, so if you can't get to seven mana by the time that this card. Is be relevant and yeah, you're probably not doing so hot anyways um but yeah this i've never seen it played out in the wild i want to see it played out in the wild now that mr combos brought it up i absolutely want to alter one of these so uh we'll, we'll put that up if anybody's got one of these let me know i got some things to trade for it not that it's worth a ton of money but like what yeah, i was about to say isn't it like <laughs> like what kinds of, like what kinds of things to trade did you come into some sort of windfall recently uh, no, I opened a couple of doubles masters packs. Oh, got okay. some commons and uncommons, some fodder. I'll throw your way if you want it. 
you know, maybe a shiny land or something like that. Um, but yeah, this card is great. I thought it was a perfect way to wrap this deck up. Uh, I still might build it. Like, I have this guy sitting around, so it could be fun to build. And a lot of the cards that I'm using in this, I probably wouldn't be using in Angry Omnom. So, uh, you know, we'll just, uh, we'll play that one by ear. Uh, thank you for the suggestion, uh, Mr. or Mrs. whoever in the Discord. I, again, apologize. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's a Mr., but that's... A- <laughs> uh, also, uh, this I think this might also be a great... Um, runner up or candidate for your uh budget list because i bet you could probably Ooh, build this yeah. thing with that sort of oh. with those sort of restrictions that we were talking about yeah for sure uh maybe we'll do that yeah i got a lot of budget cards sitting around in many many boxes uh so we'll do that uh but that's all i had on this deck uh, i think it could be fun so i'll kick it back to the action for news desk with mr combo and big tuck Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through level1gameshop.com. Another way to support your new team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Tower, with reward tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. A third way you can support your Action 4 News team is head over to our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. Go pick up some sweet, sweet swag. If you'd like to stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team, you could do so by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with your team at cmdtower, at mrcommon5, all spelled out except for the five, at dearsquee, at Big Tuck Tweeting, for MTG Action 4 News team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good goad. 